Hey there, welcome to Heart Rate, the podcast where we talk to everyday runners, hear their stories, and learn what moves them. I'm Coach Nick. And I'm Coach Andy. Thanks for stopping by. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Heart Rate. My guest for this one uh, is Gabby Tofig, uh, an awesome runner that I met through uh, NYRR's group training. Um, she is an amazing runner, uh, great story. Running is in her family history, uh, which you'll hear shortly. Um, so I hope you guys enjoy. Thank you for stopping by. Hey everyone, welcome to Heart Rate. Uh, today's guest is Gabby Tofig. Yeah. Great. I've never said your last name before, so <laughs> th- 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 there we go. Um, yeah. <laughs> I met Gabby through uh, NYRR's group training. Uh, she comes out to Brooklyn. Um, when I met Gabby, um, she ran in uh, large hoodies and other random assortment of clothing that you would never expect somebody to run in. And she still threw down some crazy, amazing times. Um I have since gotten to know her better since then, uh, and I'm happy about it. So I'm very happy that she agreed to come on here uh, and share a little bit of, of, of her story. Hi, Gabby. Hi, thanks for having me. <laughs> All right, so we're starting very easy. Um, just, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? What do you do? Uh, and then do you have a, a preference for running on trail or on road? Um, I'm Gabby. I'm from Newtown, Pennsylvania. So not super far away, but far enough. Um, I played field hockey in college at Lehigh University. And I think I prefer running on road, but I think trail is fun. So I'm like kind of an in between. Um, and how, how did you get your start in running? Um, so my dad ran, has run 16 marathons and, um, I always really loved to run. Like even when I played field hockey, I was a huge fan at first of a move that like coaches would hate, uh, which is the Y dodge, which is you hit the ball past a defender and you keep running. Um, and my, in seventh grade, I I'm trying to remember this. I, the, at the time, soccer for women was a spring sport. Okay. And I did not make the soccer team, which in at the moment was upsetting, but now is the greatest thing that's ever happened. <laughs> I decided to go on the track team, and I've been running pretty much ever since. Uh, even when I played field hockey, I would run on the side. Mm-hmm. Um, and it always was something that calmed me down. Um, I loved my running coach in high school. He's still this day, one of the greatest coaches I've ever had, um, for just toughness mentally, um, and pushing me past a point where I ever thought I could be. Um, but yeah, that's really where I got my start. I ran my first 5k, I think when I was 12 years old and, uh, was terrible. And I think I still feel the same way about a 5k. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, that's my start into running was just that my dad did it. So I kind of just naturally progressed into it. So quick, quick side note. Uh, your your dad emailed me saying that he was looking for a photo of you yes. from your first 5K. Um, it is the worst photo of all time. And here's why. So this race is run in 
Washington Crossing, Pennsylvania, which if you know anything about Washington Crossing, you know it's like a pretty patriotic area. Mm -hmm. It is, in fact, where Washington crossed to Delaware. So on July 4th, there is a 5K and 10K every single year. And my, my dad, mom, and I all ran it. Like, it was something we all did. Uh, I don't think my sister did it because she was pretty young at the time. But we all did this every single year. My dad would go out. So I did it one year. And I remember running this 5K. And I think at the time, like, I definitely was running, like, a nine-minute mile. And I thought that the finish, well, my dad was, like, staying with me. And, of course, I was like, oh, well, he stayed with me the whole race. I'll be such a jerk and sprint to the finish line just to beat him. Mm -hmm. Not many things have changed since then. But I (laughs) thought that the finish line was where the photograph was being taken when, in fact, it was farther back from it. So I thought I was finishing and... Was I found out it was not the finish, and the pace <laughs> that they got me with was, I think, again how I feel about five Ks to this day, just like so painful. Like I've never, I've never looked worse. I I've <laughs> run a marathon and looked less worse than I did in this photo. Just so awful, and still three point one miles. That it's too fast, too furious for too long. <laughs> so. Yeah, that is the story. <laughs> All right. I, I really hope he finds it because I, I really want to see that now. Yeah, honestly, I hope he does too because it is a gem. And I think it's like one of the few race photos my dad or myself have ever purchased. <laughs> it was that worth it. It was so funny. That's amazing. <laughs> um, so obviously you don't like the short distance stuff. Um, what What drew you to distance running? So when I was in high school, my senior year, I got asked by my coach if I could double and do cross country and field hockey at mm-hmm. the same time. And it was only the weekend races that really matter. And most of my games were during the week. So I was my coaches agreed to let me do that. And I always found that if I was I was always the one that picked up in the middle of the race, mm-hmm. like I could always keep a dis- uh, pace for a while. And when I finished field hockey, I knew that I was too type A and to not have something to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I found this super hard half marathon. I didn't know it was hard at the time. I didn't even look at the course. Like, I didn't even know you could do that. And um, it was in Happy Valley, like at Penn State, where my best friend went to school at the time. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to come up. I'm going to run a half marathon. <laughs> um, I think it was barely under eight-minute pace, but I – was really I didn't train for it really Mm -hmm. and um I liked the distance and then went and did Philly about six months later training and did like a decent job and uh at the time but I think I just really loved the fact that I, I always found myself being one of those people that could just put their head down and just like do a pace for a long period of time Um, and it just kind of gradually got a little bit faster every single time. Uh, so I think that's kind of the natural progression along the fact that it's, it's what my dad and his best friend did. So I did it. Um, and I've always been someone who likes to run. Like I always just, I've always been like, Oh, it was an easy five, which if you're a man marathon runner, it's such a, like a five mile run is like just short. That's an easy Um, day. Yeah, it's a really easy day. It's a really easy day right now for me. I don't think I've run just five miles in a while, Nick. Um, um, I I, so, I don't know what you're talking about. So, yeah, it, 
I think that just was like the natural progression for me. I loved being around running. So I think just watching professional mm-hmm. athletes, women have become so big in the sport. Oh my God, I just absolutely. Like, this seems to be like the thing I want to do. It just seems so cool. Like Shalane Flanagan, to me, glorified the marathon. Like oh, when I got to yeah. see her do it, I was like, this is it. Like I have to run the New York City Marathon. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. What is your uh, preferred distance? That's interesting. I don't know. I think it's, I definitely, I will tell you after this weekend, because I've actually never raced a 10K. So I don't know, I, which to me actually really scares me. Because it's like one of those races where like a 5K, I can sprint and have like kind of go out too fast. But like it's just short enough that you can make it to the finish line. But like right. you run a, a 10K, you're like stranded out there. Um, <laughs> but I've really loved the half to the full mm-hmm. um, now granted i've only run I, and this is kind of crazy because like i've run i've only really raced in my life like two halves mm-hmm. um every other one i've done has pretty much been like okay do this because you want to add distance mm-hmm. to it for your marathon training and to be honest this is like the first time i even feel like i'm actually training for a marathon like even when i was ran new york uh, which was my second marathon. Philly was my first. I like kind of just did random workouts that were given to me by team for kids. And I went to group training. Yeah. And it was never like a set thing. And for Philly, I definitely didn't train. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure I said I ran like a 20 mile run. Yeah. I don't think I made it above two hours and 45 minutes ever. <laughs> so <laughs> like, it definitely was not a 20 mile run. And I'm like, I stopped numerous times so if philly had been a harder course like new york i would not have made it through so i was pretty lucky in that regard but yeah i think the half of the marathon i i take a little bit to pick up pace Mm -hmm. but once i'm there it's like that's it like that's what i'll run for the whole thing so yeah okay um for for somebody who is new to say that the half marathon or even the, the the full marathon um what's What's one thing or a couple of things that you think they should know about running that distance? So one is find a group of friends or join a club. And I have been blessed to have met three of the greatest people in the world in New York City through group <laughs> training. Like just so lucky. And honestly, if you're in New York and you never run, group training is the best um, because I think you guys do such a good job with just every type of runner Mm -hmm. like I feel like in that sense they every runner has gotten better who's gone there and I just love the fact that it doesn't matter how fast you are it's just like every single runner gets excited about a different thing and I feel like I've been told by some people like one time I had a person I think in group training who was like oh it it probably isn't a big deal to you but like I PR'd or something and I was like you PR'd like that's so great yeah Uh, you know, it's just such a different experience. But I met Carolyn, Pat, and Johnny for mm-hmm. group training. So for me, uh, the Cooper Track Club is the best. <laughs> <laughs> Had to give that name. <laughs> plug that uh, name of course, there. of course. Very uh, important. It's been amazing. So I think when you find a group of people that you can run with, like now I run with a local competitive group mm-hmm. at North Coast Runners um, who have honestly pushed me so much because these women and men are just so incredibly fast um, and talented. Uh, but I run with them all the time and it makes 
just running in general so much better and just having like a person at the track like carolyn and i don't always we don't run the same paces yeah. but the fact that we're running the same workout and the other person is consciously like there with you mm-hmm. uh, is the difference between you not doing a rep that you should do um so i think that that's really important especially for long runs also the half and the marathon are so different um yes for I am truly under the belief that if you can run three miles, you can run a half marathon. Mm -hmm. And that's more of a science thing. Like your body will never really reach that point that you reach in a marathon with like that lactic threshold of. Right. um, That's true. Yeah. So, um, and I think the half marathon is such a great distance. Like I think it's a distance that everyone, if you love running should strive to do because one, you get a medal. So like if you're, if that's like just and then the also it there's such a different feeling of finishing 13.1 miles than finishing anything shorter it's such a huge accomplishment um and i think it's something that if you're really nervous about the marathon like you can train for a half like you have to train to run a half marathon right. you shouldn't just go out there and run 13.1 <laughs> miles it's not gonna happen um but for the marathon you need to go in with the with knowing that that's going to be your life for about 16 to 20 weeks, um, depending upon how long you train for it. And if you've never run one, you should probably think about it as actually longer than 20 weeks because you'll want to build base mileage to the point where you can run a half marathon at least. I, that was my, when I first ran Philly, I was like, I need to have run a half first. Yeah. Um, I know people that haven't and that's awesome and they're able to do it. And I think part of that's just like they're, they've been running and they're mm-hmm. athletic. Like one of my friends that I went to play field hockey with just, she ran a marathon. She's never mm-hmm. run a half. Her first half was during it. Um, and she's just very athletic. So I think part of that was just her ability to run. Right. But if you're newer, I would suggest probably learn, being able to run 13.1 miles first and then building your base from there. Mm-hmm. That um, Walking and running is not a bad thing uh, that, Galloway has made it a cool thing and it's very helpful and beneficial and all sorts of runners of all different abilities do it. So, Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I know a handful of people who are really fast um, and they yeah. use like the like run walk method and the period where, where they're, they're running, you know, they're throwing down sixes and six thirties uh, and then they, they walk and essentially reset their legs for yeah. 30 seconds One to a my- minute and, and then pick it right back up. Yeah, one of my doctors that I that like helps me with a uh, just basic like my my back for running and stuff. Mm-hmm. He he runs for Central Park Track Club, and he was telling me that he ran a three oh seven marathon doing wow. the Galway. Yeah, I know he like ran like I was like mm, maybe you should be running like five something miles mm-hmm. for nine minutes and then walking one. But yeah. there's a different way to do it. But but he still did it he did the nine one and he said he's felt he's never felt better than when he does that um so i think that i, I think runners are intimidated by that too i think they see hear the world walking and they're like oh i'm gonna be walking and sometimes yeah. it's like that is actually going to get your fastest time as opposed to just running at a slower pace so it's interesting yeah it, it is i mean a, a lot of runners that i've i've, I've worked with um either through group training or or, or privately you know a a common goal is that they want to do a a full or half without without walking at all and and that's an admirable goal in its own right but yeah there's nothing wrong with walking i've walked in 
almost every marathon I've ever done at some point, and that, that and that might have been just walking to like a water station. Yeah. You know, but but that but that brief amount of time for your body to sort of reset um, can make quite a difference. Um, yeah. 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 I I was saying like to my dad actually. So when I ran United, um, was a breakthrough half for me, which was great. I was just. I was honestly, I was really happy with the time, but I was also a little bummed because I didn't, I was sick during it and I had it tapered properly. It was kind of, as you know, like more just to get a benchmark if I should change my marathon goal pace. Right. Um, which ended up being, yeah, we're going to change. But mm-hmm. I had a brief moment where my shoe came untied <laughs> and I had to stop to tie it and my hands were pretty cold. So it was taking me a bit. Mm-hmm. And I was saying to him, I was like, you know, I think I lost like 30 seconds, 30 to 40 seconds mm-hmm. or something because I was just trying to tie my shoe, which was actually really tough. And he's like, I don't know if you really lost 30 to 40 seconds. He's like, sometimes just like a brief moment of stopping actually is like a way to collect yourself for a faster half. I don't know. I'm still debating if that's true. We'll see at Brooklyn. <laughs> but, um, Fair. But, uh, you know, I agree with him in the sense, like, sometimes I just need to stop at a water station and then my run is a totally different run. Right. Um, after that. So yeah. I agree with him. All right. So um, tell us about one of the, the best runs you've you've ever experienced. So I would say since New York, Mm -hmm. this marathon cycle, um, New York was the best experience I've had, I think, because one, I I ran negative splits uh, back to to, from the finish line. um, And my time was way faster than I had initially thought. But I'm so excited about running grandma's Mm -hmm. because one, my goal is a lot faster than I initially had ever thought I could run within such a short period of time. And I definitely thank you for a lot of that because I think when I was super, I guess backstory on that is Nick was starting his business and I was trying to figure out a workout plan for my marathon, but was just so lost on what to do. And uh, we ended up both meeting each other kind Mm -hmm. of creating a 20 week plan and me needing somebody who kind of knew me as a runner. And for almost, I would say eight months, Nick had been helping me in group training. So it ended up working really well. And the workout plan was designed with a lot of long distance speed work, which was definitely something that was necessary. And I think within a month, all of my time started dropping like in every single aspect of racing and, it's been a really tough marathon training cycle. So I feel like that gets lost when you say, oh, they're all the runs are going well. Mm-hmm. Like I would never ever say that it wasn't a tough, it, but I think that gets lost. It's so tough and these runs are pretty grueling. And I feel like the next day I'm like, oh God, thank God I can walk. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, but I've never felt so prepared to run a half marathon and a marathon that are coming up, Mm -hmm. uh, just based off of these workouts. And it's just running's great in the sense for someone like me, who's like a plus B equals C. Like if you run the times during your workouts, it should add up. Like that's kind of it. Obviously there are a lot of factors that you can't control, but if you're doing all the work and you're doing your times, um, that's great. Um, 
I would say the two runs during this cycle that were really probably my best was there was one two weeks ago. Um, I did like 18, 18 and a half mm-hmm. and I did a, like a seven ten pace, uh, which was a lot faster uh, than my marathon pace was, but uh, I, I just felt really good. I had, it was one of those days where I went into Central Park and I was just, you know, those hills in Central Park are just terrible. But oh, I know. That's where I, that's where I finished, and I just I remember leaving, being like, "This is such a big run. Like this was such a confidence booster." I had two set two by two sets of four miles at marathon pace, which is like sub seven, and just felt so clean during them. Um, like it's everything was easy. I mean, it wasn't an easy run, but I felt so confident mm-hmm. when I was running. Um, and then I would say recently there was a run that you had me, there was two runs actually this week, uh, that eight by 800 and six by 400 with a 200 jog, which was just honestly so hard. Like I remember being like, and there was a 5k and then mile pace for the 400s. And the eight by eight hundreds were easy. Like mm-hmm. I was like, this is this is fine. Like with a two hundred jog, like I was like coming in at like three minutes or under. I was like, this is easy. And then I went to the four hundreds at mile pace, and I was like, God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Just like I was like, oh my god. And then, but I did it, and I completed it, and so I felt really strong after that. And then this Thursday running 45 minutes at marathon pace at around like 649. Mm-hmm. And I was, I just felt so like, I felt really relaxed and I felt like I could have just kept going. That's and great. it was just, I remember being like, this is just such a good feeling. Like, you know, uh, so those definitely were big ones for me. That's great. That's yeah. awesome. Um, what about your worst run? Oh, it was last week. So I can tell you <laughs> Um, as you know, I don't fare well in hot weather. Right. I'm definitely a cold weather person. And anyone in group training knows that I will show up in shorts, a t-shirt and no gloves mm-hmm. in 20 degree weather. True. I am a winter runner. Um, I really struggle in humidity and I, no matter how much water I drink and I, I do try to the day before any run drink like a gallon of water a day, mm-hmm. um, along the fact that I'm asthmatic, so that doesn't right, right, fare right. well in the heat as well. Um, so this past weekend, I was supposed to run in 19. Mm-hmm. Um, so last weekend. And the humidity just crept up on me. And physically, I was feeling really great. Like I was running sevens and under for when I needed to run sevens and under. And I was averaging around like seven tens. Like I was feeling really good, but just the weather and the humidity was just terrible and on the particular trail that i was running on there are no water fountains at all oh no and though i didn't bring a water bottle i was just i was so out of it i was so lucky i went home and my mom was like oh i just happened to be right by where <laughs> i happened to be getting wine <laughs> so <laughs> she like scooped me up but i did not look good and i was just like i was so bummed because like in the run, I was, I made it 15, mm-hmm. um, out of the 19. So, I mean, I still was able to push a decent amount of distance. And I, I think I ended up averaging like 
just under 710, but it, it just, the humidity really got a lot out of me. And then the heat, and then it just stopped being humid. It was just pure heat. And I was just, I was really not feeling good. And I was so bummed. So when today I ran like, I ran the 21 today. Mm -hmm. And I just remember during that, I was like, this is going to be a good run. Like, it doesn't matter that it's torrential downpour. It doesn't matter that there's a headwind. Like, you will finish this. Like, you're going to get through it. So I was lucky that one of the women on the LC got me through like the first 12. And then I was able to finish out the rest um, with like a fast finish 10K at the end. And that's great. It felt like a lot better, but the week before I was pretty bummed about it because weather is such an impact on my running. Yeah, I mean, which, same, yeah. Yeah, and it's just, it's it sucks in that sense that I have to, that I deal with that. Um, and I really try to figure it out, but I, the heat has always been a problem for me. And, and I definitely, with running in June, <laughs> need to figure that out. Yeah. So um, it's just like, maybe I didn't drink enough water the day before. Um, you know, so it's, I'm always trying to figure out how I can avoid that. Yeah. I think my made a part of it was I was running alone. So maybe mm -hmm. it was a mental thing, but I, it was definitely, I, I didn't look good when I, my mom got me. I was very just like worn from the weather. So I'm sure. So yeah, like last weekend was, was really bad here. Um, I had my last long training run, for my 50 yeah I, um you know, I, I ran i was supposed to run 32 and i ran 27 um because i also don't do well in, in in the heat and humidity and i refilled my hydration vest twice um oh my god <laughs> yeah like I, I ran out of water twice and uh the the second time i i ran out of water with like 10 miles left um and uh, I mean, thank God for the like run center. I, I stopped by there like to like yeah refill. I did. Yeah. Um, but and that but water only does so much. And actually, I I was um talking to uh my my friend coach Andy, and he was like, you should have had some like salt tabs. He's like because at that point, it's it's not so much the water, but like you you've lost that sodium. Um, yeah. And like that's what you also need. Like like gels and like fuel wise, I, I felt fine. I I had my body felt okay, but the heat took enough out of me where I was like, I'm calling this a 27. I'm done. Um, it's like, it's fine. But yeah, like the, obviously outside of my control at the weather, you can't do anything about, um, besides hope for the best. Yeah. Which, which sort of sucks, but yeah, it stinks <clears throat> because I have, uh, uh, so I was actually, a couple of weeks ago talking to one of the women on the LC with me at North Wilkin runners. And she was saying how she loves summer running. And I was like, Oh yeah, well I hate summer running. I love winter running. And she goes, I can't, I can't run in the winter. I just can't run a marathon like that. Training in the winter is so tough for me. And me, I'm like, Oh, it's 10 degrees out. This is amazing. Fantastic. You know? yeah. So, uh, and I, legitimately do not wear gloves i will wear shorts and a t-shirt and it will run out in that weather i look ridiculous but i warm up so fast that like to me it's not it's like if somebody were to to have that kind of uh like a moment where they were me running they would totally get it yeah. but i know fit, fit like coach fitz would be is always like you're actually crazy <laughs> like, <laughs> well i mean <laughs> fitz fitz herself is not uh the most sane human either so <laughs> yeah 
right. Um, what do you find challenging about running and what do you get out of it? It's a very good question. <laughs> um, hmm. So when I'm having a bad day, finding another level to be able to complete a workout. Um, and that's why I am so big on having people to run with mm-hmm. and like a team and being a part of NBR and just having like my immediate friends, Carolyn, Pat and Johnny who run with me. Mm-hmm. Um, because when I have a bad day it and you're alone and this is just for me and I don't other people, I don't know if they're the same, but for me, it's so easy to just be like, I can slow down or I can stop. And, um, that's definitely something about running. That's difficult for me is when I'm having a bad day, being able to push through it. And, um, the other thing that I find challenging is when the weather is bad, this is a actually something that Fitz taught me, um, when the weather's bad, being okay with not hitting the time, but knowing that the effort was there. Yes. Um, which I think once, which I think is totally obvious to me now after going through last marathon cycle for mm-hmm. New York, how terrible the weather was in the summer. It was just so it, humid. It was, it was, it was, it was really one of the most brutal summers I've ever experienced. And I, and I've done preseason in August mm-hmm. and had to deal with that pretty much my whole life and it was the most brutal summer like I would never wish to have gone through preseason in it it's just it was so terrible and I was training in it and I remember the day that I felt like it was fall weather Mm -hmm. and it just completely changed um uh I just everything felt so easy um and I was hitting the times easily I was going faster um than I was before And I think at that moment, like a switch in my head was like, oh, so like you were quote unquote hitting the times. Mm -hmm. It was just like effort based. Um, So something like that has been a huge game changer for me. But originally I was so I would get so upset with myself when I couldn't hit a time. And I was like, the weather was just so awful. But then I realized like I'm putting the effort there. And as soon as you take away that like that factor of humidity or heat or just really really bad headwinds like and you go and you run and it's a perfect day it's like oh this is i was doing that the whole time like kind of thing so that's definitely hard for me um that was definitely something that's helped my training now but at the time it was really difficult yeah i feel like that's that that, that's a common thing among a, a lot of runners um you know a lot of training plans use use paces to be like oh you know you should be between here and here for like today's run um, yeah. Or your, your your tempo should be between this 30, 30 second window, um, you know, as you know, Vida, which is what I, I use for for coaching, yeah. like provides that. Uh, but as as you know, and as your dad will find out, um, I make <laughs> extensive use of workout notes. Um, yeah, and I, I'd like to talk about running by by effort or by feel for a lot of it, for that reason. Um, if it's hot, if it's too cold, if it's super windy, if, if there's a downpour, yeah. um, as, as long as you're dialing into the effort that I want you to run at, yeah, your body's putting in that, that work so that the moment 
it's a good day, you'll hit those paces and you'll hit them easily. Um, yeah, exactly. Like I like when you say things like at 5K effort. Mm-hmm. I know what 5K effort is. I know what my 5K pace is. Mm-hmm. So, um, which 5K effort is, I think, faster than what the VDOT has me at. Um, Probably, I, yeah. It's, it's just like that's the kind of program that it is. But when you say things like 5K effort to me, I'm like, okay, well, it's faster than what the VDOT's saying, and it's a good day. Mm-hmm. So to me, I'm like, okay, then you should be under three minutes right. per 800, or you should be hitting around three minutes per 800. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's definitely something that uh, I go off of. But then, like, that workout's a really good example. And then you said mile effort. Mm-hmm. And to me, I was like, oh, gosh, like, I haven't run a mile in forever. But yeah. I think what they have me on the VDOT's probably correct. Mm-hmm. Um but I was definitely struggling because it was a very hard workout. Like I think part of it was, it was a really hard workout, but, um, and I probably have lost some of the quickness that I had when I was playing field hockey. I don't need to run a 400 in a marathon. It's like, you've no, got exactly. a lot of 400 right. to catch up to, to finish. Um, so that was definitely a gear I had to find, but I also was like, maybe this is the mile effort I have right now. Mm-hmm. Like maybe my mile effort right now is a 540. It right. might not be 530 right now. Yeah. So it's, I think it's, it's a good testament to that. Like when I finished the workout, I was like, this was a good workout. Like there was no part of me that was like, I didn't run well during mm-hmm. this. So I think that sometimes it's really, um, when you're first starting out hearing that's difficult. Yeah. Um, and I've been there, so I know, um, and it's, and then like, we're so accustomed to time and pace that it's yeah. so sometimes like our garments. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like I used to love the group training room where they would said, predict what you're going to run today. Right. And don't look at your garment, which was so tough because I was like, okay, am I on pace for what I thought I'd be on pace right, for? Right, right. Um, but you actually tend to run faster because you're not looking at your garment because you're just letting yourself run. Exactly. Um, so I think that those are good things I've, I've kind of learned from training is sometimes when I'm having a good workout, I don't hold back. Like I really try to finish my last two really strong if I'm feeling that effort. Um, uh, but some days on a tempo run, I'm just not feeling it. Yeah. So it's like, and that's okay. And you know, and it's like, okay, well I said I would base it off of whatever effort level I had that day. So we'll pull back a little bit because that six. 40 isn't there like right. something like that like so it's good yeah in that sense um how how has running um impacted or affected your relationships with other people oh it's so good <laughs> <laughs> uh i mean i think i obviously i think i hang out a lot with people that are runners mm-hmm. now so like every weekend I'm with the LC group. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, which is great, you know, because they're such wonderful people and I love being with them. Um, and then Carol and Pat and Johnny, I think I see them at least like three times a week. (laughs) Um, like we, Carolyn and I and Pat unwittingly joined last night. Uh, we went shopping for shoes, for running shoes. So, um, like kind of thing, you know, I will say that runners tend to be some of the healthiest and happiest people I've ever met. Just they, and when I say like healthy, it's just like they run and then they brunch. And like that's, to me, that's healthy and happy. Oh, I think so. Yeah. Um, uh, and they, and I just like, 
have found that that's kind of where I gravitate to just lifestyle wise, because marathon running is not exactly, doesn't exactly work with going out on a Friday night, that's you know? True. Yeah. So, um, and I do run my runs on a Saturday so that I have like a life on a Saturday night, mm-hmm. you know, if I wanted to go out, but you do, you do lose some of that ability to, to, to go out or you just won't finish a marathon. Like that's kind of it. You got to do the training or you won't finish. Right. It. <laughs> like, right. Um, it'll, it'll be pretty painful if you do, <laughs> you know, like, um, so, um, to me, that's, I've just ended up hanging out with a lot of runners. Um, and I guess in some ways, like maybe it's like not great. Cause then I, I miss out like on some of my friends that aren't running, mm-hmm. but the people that are don't run, they totally get it, and they've known me for a pretty long time, and they don't care. <laughs> well, that's good. Uh, my best friend has agreed to rent a bike on Memorial Day weekend. Oh, nice. I, and, I, and I say agreed in quotation marks. This is probably <laughs> me forcing her to, but she'll ride next to me as I run my long run because she totally gets it. Um, you know, that's so awesome, I'm though. lucky in that sense. But I, I think it's great. I mean... I don't think I would be I uh, the runner that I am without the friends that I've made. or mm-hmm. And I put you and Fitz and Cassie all into that category. Um, you know, and Sarah, um, Rachel, and Jim. Yeah. And it, you know, like, you guys have all been so instrumental in that. And I like that as well. And um, it's been really great. So I'm glad. That's yeah. Awesome. All right, last question, not oh. quite related to running. Oh, um, yay. <laughs> um, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, or the Hunger Games? Oh, Harry Potter. I've read the books all cover to cover <laughs> ten times each, seen all the movies in the theater. So, um, But J.R.R. Tolkien and I share a birthday, so maybe oh. I should be a little bit more Lord of the Rings, but I'm definitely Harry Potter all the way. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for, for joining us, Gabby. I appreciate your time. Thank um, you for having me. This was fun. Um, and uh, at some point, I'll come back to Brooklyn, and then maybe you guys will also rejoin GT. Well, my job for the day right now is to put my feet up because I'm very exhausted from 21 miles. You know, you, you, you have earned <laughs> some rest to like get some snacks, drink some uh, water. Noon all the way. All about that noon. All right, Gabby. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much, Nick. Bye. Bye. Thank you for uh, joining us for today's episode. We hope you uh, enjoyed hearing uh, Gabby's tales and, um, Join us next week uh, where our guest would be Melissa Mizell. Wonderful story, wonderful person and runner. Um, so please uh, subscribe to us on uh, Apple iTunes under uh, Heart Rate. And uh, we, we hope you continue to follow. Thanks, guys.